Welcome to the Not On My Watch podcast, where real-life issues facing the family and the church are addressed with bold and uncompromising truth. It's time to reject the mediocrity of the day, live courageously in the face of danger, and declare, Not On My Watch. Here are your hosts, Jeff and Rochelle Ferguson. Welcome to a special episode of 10 Minutes in the News with Not On My Watch podcast. So I'm going to go ahead and start the 10 minutes. I, I love this. is my Are favorite part. I think the right there. Yes. Okay. So we're 10 we minutes go. in. It's a short episode. Uh, we look at two different articles and we talk about it. And we briefly share which article we came in with. So we I don't have the same one. I try to comments to a minimum, but that doesn't always work out. Okay. So, so here we go. Um, I'm going first this time. Yes. We predetermined with the roll of a dice. So not really... <laughs> You just asked me if I wanted to go first. So, um, okay, so my article is talking about Gen Z. Shocker, I love studying Gen Z. So it says, many college grads struggle to land jobs. Um, Mm. And due to a whole lot of reasons we're going to talk about with here, um, this is based off a survey of 800 managers um, hiring people, you know, um, and the study was done in December of 2023. So very recent. Um, and here's the deal. Um, drop it. Do you want me to drop it? Yes. (laughs) Okay. Um, so managers are going for, um, older employees. So Mm. we're looking at boomers, millennials, um, Gen Xers, they'd rather hire them, even paying them more or hiring somebody who's overqualified for a position because they find it frustrating to hire recent college grads. Now, wow. here's some reasons why. They say that Gen Zers um, are struggling to keep eye contact in an interview. Uh, hmm. They show up wearing inappropriate outfits, like they're dressed wow. inappropriately, um, and they're asking for unreasonable salaries. <laughs> Sorry. So I want to come, can I, can I just, I want to come in my pajamas. I can't talk to somebody, but I want a ton of money to do that. Right? <laughs> yes. Okay. okay. Um, no, I think some of this started when I was in college and I am on that millennial Gen Xer bubble. Xennial. Xennial. I'm, I'm literally in that little like three to five year period where, okay, so I was born in 1982. <clears throat> And so I'm going to college in the early 2000s, and I remember lots of people coming to class in pajamas. I would that happened a little bit. And I was I was kind of shocked. I was like, wait, like when did we when did this start? Like (laughs) when did this become acceptable? (laughs) I thought we only went to Walmart like that. So um, that started happening, and I remember really uh, I was going I was studying to be a a teacher, Hmm. and I remember like with my advisors and different experiences that I would have to go to the local schools and shadow or student teach or whatever. They were very particular on our dress. Like this is what you wear. You're representing uh, the great University of Butler University. You know, go dogs. So, um, you mentioned that I think in every episode, <laughs> which is not bad, which is good. Uh, and and <laughs> so you you had like yeah. guidelines. So we were being taught, but what some of these managers are saying, and what Gen Zers are saying themselves in this article, when asked about it, is that wow. nobody's teaching them. 
Do you agree with that? Oh, I, I, I absolutely degree, agree. I think what's happened is we said, well, this is just how oftentimes a pet peeve I have is, well, Gen Z this, Gen Z that, millennials this, millennials that, when nobody's teaching them. Yeah, like I remember being taught this. You, you, you can't, um, you know, uh, someone said this, and I know you, you can't expect what you don't inspect. And I would say this, we can't expect. probably John Maxwell. It is probably. You can't expect something from our children, from the next generation, if we haven't first instructed them, if we haven't first poured something into them. And so there has to be the, the pouring in, the instruction, the teaching, before there's yeah. the expectation. And I would say, hey, um, to parents and grandparents and anybody who has influence, let's pour into them. Well, and 60% of them are frequently late. So the manager's like, I'm sick of hiring people that are showing up late all the time. Um, <laughs> hey, it's a pet peeve of mine. Like, yes. I like being on time. Like, I <laughs> would rather be early. Mm -hmm. Like, to be early or like to be on time to is be, five minutes early or whatever. Like, some. <laughs> it's whatever. another quip. <laughs> uh, and they don't respond well to feedback, is what they're saying. But this mm. one's a kicker. I, I mean, those are things we could talk about being late and things right. like that. But, um, and I think they're learning it from somebody. I'm just saying, if you don't mm -hmm. like require a kid to do certain things at different times, they think the world is how that is. But, anyways, okay. This one shocked me. 20% of recent grads. Okay. 20%. This That's a big a, number. One in five. Like, yep. pretty big number. Brought their parents <laughs> to an interview for like an adult job. Like, not an adult. Oh. Like, a grown-up job. I have no comment on that. That's, that's I just, I don't know what to think about it. Oh, I well, know what to think about it. I know it. what to think about it. It's shocking to me. I just me. don't know what to say okay. about it. 20% yeah. of college graduates Man. are bringing their parents to an interview. I think okay, we, it's I time think, to cut I, the apron strings. We have a parenting crisis. This is a this is not a Gen Z crisis. It is blame, a Gen Z crisis. I don't bl blame Gen Z in some sense. I blame the parents who show up to the interview who say, yes, I will go. Maybe you. they're driving them because they haven't had their driver's license yet. Yeah. Well, the, this is what I'm saying. We could, man, we could turn this into a 20 minutes in the news real fast because this is a huge issue. Like literally, I remember going for my first job interview when I'm like 15. Yes, I was 15. Is that like, illegal? <laughs> and I remember going and I mean like I couldn't drive yet. Yeah. My mom did not walk me in. She right. sat in the parking lot while I went in <laughs> and did big girl things. Like we've got to expect kids, like don't, don't be checking your kid's email and responding for them. Oh, don't worry, you have a test on Friday. Like they need to learn that that responsibility. Yes. They need to learn that very early. It goes back to instructing them, training them, guiding them, and we eventually have to launch them. Yes. When we launch, you know what that means? That means we let them go. Yes. Into the year. We launch them. So Gen Z is blaming their parents, educators, and COVID. Probably all three. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I actually yeah. probably agree with that. Like, parents, where, where's the instruct? Like, what you're talking yes. about? Yes. I mean, COVID kind of messed everything up, but like, let's just reject that and move forward. I, I think this is a, like we're, we're it's like victimization. We're like, well, Jen, we're, we're we're playing the victim game when we somebody needs to 
uh, to just rise like own up. up to it and be like, okay, this and this is say, real. This is a reality. Let's move forward. Let's navigate through. I'm going to stop bringing Absolutely. my parents to a job interview. You know, uh, and educators, we've got to expect more. Yes, we do. So I took a lot of time. Go. Of shit. Hey, I'm sorry. This is a, I I we got, my, that one got us straight. That's okay. <laughs> Two minutes thirty seconds. Here we go. go. <laughs> so I ran across a article by Pew Research. They did an article of the most interesting findings over the the, the last year, 2023. The first finding that I was arrested by was the fact that oh, <laughs> a record high share of 40-year-olds in the U.S. have never been married. Um, Pew Research has put this mm. forward. 40 years old have never been married. Okay, so I was born in 1980, uh, so 44 now, years ago. Um, but you're not 44 the, yet. Not yet, but here you're at 43. about four, yeah, 43. 43 <laughs> years, this year will be 44 years. That number was 6%. So in 43 years, 44 years, going to be 44, that number has wow. gone from 6% to 25% of 40-year-olds who've never been married. And lest anybody think that I... That's five times. That's five times. Lest yeah. anybody think that I'm, uh, you know, oh, I'm deriding anybody who hasn't been... There's no magical age to get married. I'm not saying that. Here is my concern as I read this article, is that... Um, that Many people put a whole lot of other things in priority above marriage and having children. So, for example, uh, 61% said that extremely important to them was living a fulfilling life. Okay, 61%. 71% said having a job or career they enjoy is important to them. 26% said having children is important. 23% said being married is important. So why this is alarming to me... So marriage is less important, according is, to... Is yeah. that a... a, a I, I don't even want to say an emerging generation because this is like... No, midlife. Midlife are, are seeing marriage as not even vital or important to their life, not even any kind of a priority, which means that I, I think once well, again... Well, this is going to be a catastrophe for society catastrophe society economics i mean you you the social, next generation the next generation yeah you like, name oh, wow. it and i think I, i'm going to go back to this we we are huge on this it goes back to i think what were the marriages that these these individuals saw modeled and, and that's exactly what i'm thinking i think what <laughs> can we blame them of, no i think what they're thinking is why, why would marriage be most working? of them are failing and the ones that i yeah. i saw weren't good and all of that and and I think this is just a stark of we got to step it up. Yes, absolutely. We we have to. And I know I hear the alarm bells going off. Do you off want right me now. to stop it? Yeah, you can stop it. That'd be that'd <laughs> be good. You're going over ten. I'm gonna go <laughs> over. But I will say, and the reason I bring that up is is because of that reason is because we need to model healthy, vibrant marriages that show the next generation that marriage is a good thing. It's a great thing. It's a fun thing. Well, both these articles talk about we got to model, we got to teach, we yes, got to train. Absolutely. And, you know, we can't blame. We, these are important articles because we got to know what yes. the stats are, like what's really happening because mm -hmm. we can get in our own bubble and oh, think we know, yeah. oh, like everybody I know is doing this. Well, that's like a few people, you know, so. Um, everybody's saying. <laughs> everybody's which really means you and your mom, you know, like. Um, so. <laughs> You're right. That could be a reel right there. That okay. could be, yes. We, we got to end it. But that's why Not On My Watch exists. Yes. Got to model, teach, train, launch, all the things. Hey, throw us your articles. Let us yes. know. We want to hear about it. 
Um, if, do you like 10 Minutes in the News? Like, I enjoy doing it. I love if, it. If you enjoy this segment, let us know, share, yes. um, give us some feedback. Visit our website, www.notonmywatch.co.co, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Not On My Watch podcast. You are a watchman for this time and hour. Don't forget to subscribe and rate this podcast wherever you listen. If you haven't already, head on over to our website, www.notonmywatch.co, for more resources from Jeff and Rochelle. Thank you for joining us. We will see you next time on the next episode. But until then, keep watching. Watchful.